Opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Good morning and welcome to Beyond the Business on News Radio 94.3 WSC. Each Saturday morning at 9 o'clock, successful business leaders and entrepreneurs from across the low country talk about what it takes to succeed in business and in life now your hosts of beyond the business eric cox and leslie haywood and welcome low country to another edition of beyond the business happy saturday morning to you here on 94.3 wsc i'm one of your hosts eric cox here with the gang again this morning mr byron stall and leslie haywood good morning guys yeah good morning eric Happy Saturday to you. Here we are, the last Saturday of July. Hard to believe. I know. I can't believe it. August is here. Yes. Thank you all so much for sharing your Saturday morning with us. And make sure and continue the fun beyond Saturday morning. I thought mornings. you were going to neglect them. I that. know. No. Come come see us on Facebook or Twitter at BTBCHS. I know. Can't, can't neglect the social medias. So, and, uh, football and, season? And football season is almost <laughs> here. You keep waiting on that. I know you're so excited. Um, what a great time it's of the year coming up in Charleston, way. for sure, right? Yeah. Well, listen, uh, another great show we had last week here in the studio. In case you happen to miss it, uh, you get a second chance at that. Go to our website at coastalwm.com. Simply click on that radio icon, and you can listen to last week's show as well as, by the way, all of our shows going back for about five years now. So if you're bored today... You have anything to do? You want to do a little binge listening to Beyond the Business? Couldn't think of a better thing to do on a hot Saturday, could you? No. Or you can go outside and sweat. That's true. That's true. So, uh, well, we're fortunate enough actually to have uh, Andy Myhouse and Mark Regalbuto back in the studio, uh, owners of Renew Urban here in Charleston. So, guys, thanks for uh, making it back, and uh, hopefully, you brought brought it like you did last week. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Hello? We're, we're, there? Yeah, Hello? We, hopefully we have. We're, we're, we're here to open up. Can we get some up. coffee in the studio? Yeah, we're, we're, we're here to open up our hearts and Absolutely. Uh, tell you everything you want to know. Well, guys, we're glad you're back. Appreciate your time last week. And uh, we're going to talk about you for a minute like you're not sitting here. Uh, turn over here to the team with Byron and Leslie. Guys, what was a, a takeaway you guys had uh, from last week's show? Well, for me, I think the biggest takeaway is probably just the overall spirit of entrepreneurship. And I'll talk about Mark and then Andy. You know, Mark walking into a building and noticing that there is an open space upstairs that hasn't been built out. There's no AC, no electricity, no anything. And using his words of naivete, he just said, you know what, I'm going to go in, I'm going to build this out. And he used that as his catapult to get into the construction business. And for Andy, just overcoming adversity and it didn't matter what walls came in his way. He kept on moving on to the next thing and to the next thing. You know, when he first got laid off, you know, during the recession, then going out to Kiowa, and then after that, saying, you know what? I'm just going to do this myself. I'm going to start my own business. That is the true spirit of entrepreneurship. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and I also like that um, Andy said that he had absolutely no entrepreneurial spirit or desire early and i i kind of can relate to that and i know that's something we've talked about here that you have all kinds people are some people are just born to be entrepreneurs and others it's never even a thought and so entrepreneurship does not discriminate you don't know when it's going to hit you that's good oh no fire am i in go, fuego go. yes I like that, it. that mimosa was good <laughs> no, I'm kidding. but um and also how serendipitous 
both of their lives were and the twists and the turns. And, you know, neither one of them, they both thought law enforcement was the way to go. And then, you know, now here they are doing, you know, Renew Urban Charleston and being on TV. And they've got great stories. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about that. Well, guys, hopefully it just made you feel really good this morning. Right? Get you all fired up. So, uh, you know, we were talking about last week, in case uh, one of our listeners here missed it, uh, kind of how you guys came together from two different worlds. So let's do a little quick recap on that. But then I want to start getting into how the company started to evolve and where you took it from there. What did we say last week? <laughs> where were we? It was, it was a long, it was seven days ago. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. No, but Andy, I love the part where you, your your pregnant wife said, we're moving to Charleston. And you just listened to your pregnant wife and you moved to Charleston. I, I love it. So that's kind of where you yeah, were. That's the part you got out of. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm like, hey, yeah. I like a man who listens, listens to his to pregnant his wife. wife. Yeah, we're moving to Charleston. Good. Well, she's she's a divorce attorney as well. So I, <laughs> you got to no, listen. No options. Her uh, her former boss uh, said, "Hey, have you really ever said your name slowly?" She's like, "Robin, my house." Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess that I guess uh, that doesn't work too well, honey. I'm sorry. So, so let me ask you this question: As far as um, like when you two connected and started the company, um, what? And go back to that. I mean, it was a while ago, but go back to sort of that moment in terms of hey, what your role is going to be, my role. How are we going to do this together? Because that's a big deal to have a partnership. Well, you know, having had a. a you know, still being, I was the vast majority partner, but I'd had a partner before in the PR business, but he was a minority partner. What I learned early on, and I, I remember when we sat down to lunch, I'm like, man, we're going to kind of outline this, but it's going to evolve. I mean, in, you, you try to write in a partnership agreement, what your roles and responsibilities, but boy, the written, you just, you just don't even understand what's coming for you. You just don't. So we kept it loose and, um, I think, in fairness, it, it, partnerships are difficult. It took both of us are big personalities, and it, it took maybe me a little longer to get comfortable with it than Andy. Um, and we would we would spat, kind of like brothers. Oh, we're done with you. I'm done with you. Tired of your whatever, right? But 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 we knew in the end that the bonds that 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 kept us together were there. Right, but you have to work through it. Um, but to answer your question, we didn't have a crystal ball. There's no crystal ball. You have to go with the punches. You got to get up, and you have to be very straightforward and open with your partner about expectations, requirements, and lean on each other. And you got to be vulnerable that way. Look, man, I can't do this. Can you do this? Yes, I'll pick up the pace. And it's like a marriage, really. It's not always 50-50. Sometimes it's 100-0. Sometimes it's whatever percentage, whatever percentage. And that's how I see it. And you got to get up every day and um, and just do it because what, what you're going to face the next day is definitely not unexpected. Mm-hmm. So your first project was Co, right? Is that the first project you worked together on? Yeah. And then so... It, it is. It, and it, was your business already formed or that was when you were still courting each other or... Right, right. Correct. Correct. And then, so how did how did the business evolve from there? Um, well, it, I think that the next project was um, the ordinary. Yeah. So, oh my gosh! What a cool project. Love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, Mike and Adam gave us a great uh, opportunity, and 
Um, oh, that's beautiful. What, what a cool building, you know. Um, I think in between those that project, we had a few residential projects. But, you know, Charleston at that time was still trying to, you know, come out of the recession. I think people were moving here, and um, Mark and I were out there trying to, to build the build the brand. Um, and going back to, you know, kind of how it all worked out and, and the differences between Mark and I. And what I got from Mark was um, – patience and i came from such a structured world where you know the the production builders and corporations they have you know set rules you have to live by these rules and this is how and it just got ingrained into my head so i tried to bring that over into the partnership and it was um it was tough and you know so (laughs) as we evolved and grew the company uh, got employees and the employees took some stress off of us running day-to-day projects and we could focus more on a macro level instead of a micro level that helped us both I think really start focusing on each other and that was the big thing is we needed to spend more time communicating uh, strategizing how are we going to do this marketing efforts what are we going to do how are we going to grow the business and when you have somebody that's uh, not now listen we're on the job every day uh, every job we see personally every day um, but we needed more time together and I think that's that's one thing that we've really gotten a lot better at doing I got a quick question for you though those early days what was one of your biggest fights over she loves bringing out the best oh, yeah. I love yeah, it. Here no, we go. I mean, this is yeah, the fun part yeah I want to know like something it was stylistic was- we were totally different styles. We still are. But we love that about each other mm-hmm. and know where to compliment it, right? We are very, very different people. Very different approaches. Now, the craft is the same, right? How A goes to B goes to C, our quality craft expectations. But outside of that, we couldn't be more different. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we... Um I'm trying to think, man. We had a good blow up. We had a good blow up. We got a couple. Yeah, and I remember I was on the baseball field, and I remember exactly where I was. And he called me. We were, oh man, it was like I'm done with you. I'm done with you too. It's over. This is like a marriage. Right? <laughs> Our listeners need to hear this. No, no, no. They, they, yeah. they, they really do, and they really need to understand. Anybody that's an entrepreneur, and and Andy and I have these kind of chats about stuff. But look. I guess there's a lot of great studies about what makes people successful and, you know, is it education? Is it socioeconomic background? What is it, right? And and in all the studies that I've read that I like at least come back to grit, this concept of grit, this tenacity, perseverance in the, in the face of adversity. Um, uh, and, and, I, and I think that that is what all entrepreneurs have to have. Um, and you, you, you have to... You can't be very linear if you're A, B, C, D, E, and you have no vision for Z and confidence that you'll get to Z, you'll never get to it. If you have to see the path as opposed to trust the path is there and address it as it comes, man, that doesn't mean you don't have a plan. Don't get me wrong about that. But some people need absolute clarity. And then if their plan doesn't go right, they, they, they bemoan that. No, you pick up, you dust up, you figure it out, you call an audible. And um, Andy and I, and that's where having a partner does help, right? You, you, you got you got someone that can kind of faint over here, so you kind of go over here. It, it, it's been a, it's been a good thing. 
it's been a good thing. And I think that, that um, again, we also understand our per- the personality types of our customers and who to match that to. I'm a perfect fit for some. I'm not a perfect fit for others. Likewise with Andy. We match him up. And the biggest thing, and I'll turn it over to you, is when we really started to hire people. I mean, our payroll is millions of dollars. I mean, it's a lot of money. It starts to get scary, right? You, now you create a machine. And so now Andy and I have to talk about working on the business as opposed to in the business, right? Bookkeepers, accountants, strategies. You know, we're, we're, we're learning that that in, in the construction field, you know, we won't get off on this subject, but all insurance is is litigation pre-financing because the insurance, you know, it's it's a whole nother world. Oh, we're, we're going to sue everybody and their mother, get $5,000 from each one of these guys and um, call it quits, right? It's, it's just as amazing. Every industry has its own little thing. But let me turn it over to you because I know we've both dealt with some adversity and I think that that adversity, that knowing, oh my God, I, I, I don't have enough money for three, uh, the next month's rent. Uh, I, I don't know how I'm going to do that, but having faith in yourself to do it, but then importantly, people to lean on. So uh, I, I, I am blessed that I had to go to my parents for a small loan. I, I, I went through divorce in the recession, cleaned out, mm-hmm. gone, done. Um, always took care of my kids, but wow, didn't have much at all, but had, but loved what I did. I, I loved the construction. I mean, it was, it was awesome. Right. And knew that with Andy by my side, we could dig out. And I think we've dug out pretty, pretty well. So recently I had, um, I'm going to, jump off this uh, a little bit but i'll circle back around um i started a baseball organization for uh 13 year olds and we had to create a parent code of conduct the baseball team is coastal tides baseball by the way um i had to do it um but uh, a good friend of mine uh brian Buzon, throwing names out there uh, helped me with some of this, and um, he gave us a great rule uh, that we needed to give to the parents that Mark and I started living by, which was the 24-hour rule. When something happens, give it 24 hours to cool off, and then you can talk, email, text, do whatever you need, and I'm sure that it's going to be a different scenario 24 hours later than it is right then and there. You know, and... um that's like so true because you start analyzing what could I have done better? You know, let me throw myself under the bus before I throw him under the bus or anybody else under the bus. What, what did I do wrong? The emotion starts to subside and the logic starts to come in. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I started analyzing things and said, look, how many of these problems in the business did I cause myself? Um, may, maybe by not saying no, right? There's a great book out there called The Power of No, right? And I'm telling you as an entrepreneur, life will take you where it wants to take you unless you paddle the opposite way, right? And, and say, no, this is where I'm going. 
right? So many people, when Andy talks about creating our brand, would call and say, when do you do this project or that project? But it wasn't us, right? It, it just wasn't us. It, we wanted to be proud of it. We wanted to... We, we wanted to be, you know, really great friends with the client at the end. You know, barring one or two people, after all of our decades of work, we could put 100 best friends in the room, maybe three not, right? Um, and so, but that's life. But my, my point there is you have to say no to things that don't work for your business. Say it respectfully to the other person, but stay focused. And staying focused is so hard. It's so hard in life and it's so hard in business. How do you, um, it's a great point for particular entrepreneurs listening this morning, say no to maybe something that is in the immediate moment revenue, but you know when the bigger picture maybe doesn't fit into the realm of what your niche and sweet spot is. Well, there's a balance, right, to everything, right? I would argue it's a, a fine-tuned or honed skill over time. Many times I should have said no. I knew it. I knew it going into it. Yeah. I got us into a project because I just thought it was so romantic, but man, it was a dog. And Andy doesn't bring it up. <laughs> he's just sitting there right? quiet. He, 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 he didn't rub it in my face. No, he's no, like, I told you so. He's like, none of that, no. none of that. Um, and so um, I will say this, in hindsight, most people know I shouldn't have done that. You know, and if if you go back and you look at that, but again, it's 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 you hone that skill over time. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. I think um, so. For me, um, some of these clients, you know, you you get to know them very personally, and um, you ride, you know, sixteen, eighteen months with them. Uh, all projects develop their own way um and like mark said i think we've got more friends than we do people that don't like us um and then sometimes later on things happen for for whatever reason and it may not work out to your advantage and that's happened before but you can't see those things you can't forecast out two years to see that you're going to have a problem you know you're doing everything you're going to work every day you're doing your job excellent and sometimes it's something that happens in their life that triggers it right and you go back you're like oh my i gotta pull the file i gotta analyze everything we did i mean we from a cost perspective from ordering material scheduling time management like what did we do wrong and uh you know you want to point the finger at yourself because you know if 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 something bad happens to you that's exactly what they're going to look for is what did you do wrong and so, um, fortunately, we don't do that very often, but it does happen. I would love to kind of dive into the transformation of the business. I mean, A, starting off the heels of the recession is hugely impressive, but kind of walk us through the growth of the business, how you guys were able to scale, manage the, the payroll and the people that you have, and then kind of what the vision is for the future. <laughs> Well, my my, my, in my opinion on this was uh, it was based upon, you know, I think Mark and I, we both run jobs. Um, Mark uh, tends to stay more on um, trying to be upfront in the business on sales and managing clients and trying to figure out what jobs are best for the company. 
Um, and I try to do more of the construction management. Um, and then we both meander into each other's roles um, yeah. a, little, a little bit. Um, and early on, it was tough. We didn't have any money. So uh, I think for the first two years, as I remember it, I don't want to remember it, but I do remember it, we didn't pay ourselves. And um, we had to pay our employees. So, um, and then finally, you know, the economy started turning and we, we actually started making money and we didn't really know what to do. And it turned out to be a great thing. We started investing in the business and figuring out, you know, how to talk to each other and, and, and we hired more employees. And um, one great thing about Renew Urban, we have zero turnover. I mean, we, we have have, we've lost one employee uh, that we had to replace um, um, due to insubordination. Other than that, we've had everybody since the beginning of time. Yeah, I think that's an important point. We've been blessed in, in, in getting good people, right? Investing in those people. So we paid ourselves a little bit, right? We, we, we weren't, we didn't not pay, but, but we, 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 we started with people that were interns. We, we have one point, I don't consider us losing him because we're actually working on a job, but we had a young college of Charleston preservation graduate became an intern. We've had two of those actually. And then work up through the system and one started, he started his own business seven years later. I, I feel like that's an accomplishment. That's mm-hmm. great. And he's, and he, is he competition? Technically, is he really? No, we're, coll- we're collegial, right? Um, in the interim, you know, Andy's been very good to me, and 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 one of our agreements was would allow me to do some other things in business. I started a theater company that built theaters with my friend, with another friend of mine, and so Andy gave me the latitude to do that. But I'll, I'll argue that that we focused on our employees, we invested in our employees, and um, the ones that understand it, and they all, all the ones that we have now surely do, and they all do, is we give them phenomenal latitude, right? Right, just phenomenal latitude to be creative and to make decisions. We're not right over their back, um, and so th- the other sub pools that we worked with, some of them we've had since two thousand. I've had since two thousand four, right? When I when I did actually a house that 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 doesn't matter. We're still friends with these guys, and so um, it's been a great it's been a great experience. Which, by the way, is a tremendous testament to you guys because you come from an industry where typically those you're working with and subcontractors, I mean, it's one of the hardest in the world to manage and deal with when it comes to people. And so the fact that you guys have been able to kind of tackle that challenge, I mean, we have over the years, how many people come in and say, look, my number one challenge as an entrepreneur is the people. Um, and so the fact that that for you guys has been something you all have kind of gotten ahead of, what a what a great testament to leadership and structure and culture. Well, it is culture is key, right? Culture is key to everything. Um, Caring about them because we genuinely do, right? Knowing their families. Look, if one of our people said, "Look, I need some major dental work." Here's the four or five thousand you need for that. Don't worry about that. Here's the loan structure. Um, don't worry about paying the loan off, right? Little things like that, right? We're not talking politics. So if the gym out here wants a job, where do they reach? <laughs> come on, come on, right, 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 right. They need a truck or they need something. And Andy, Andy's, Andy, Andy's, gosh, he's so generous. And and I think a lot of that comes from Andy's background. So it's it's you know we 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 do what we can. You under, and also I think one thing that's unique about us and the, the projects we we pick, they have pride in what they do. So they're getting a salary. Don't get me wrong, but they have pride. If you have pride in what you do. And you can take your friends and a year later sit in a beautiful restaurant like The Ordinary, right? 
and take someone to dinner and look around. They're like, man, this thing is great. Well, that goes a long way to keeping people too. Yeah, absolutely. Right. right. Absolutely. So uh, I think we're kind of getting we're, low we're on getting time. There, yeah. Okay. Well, I there, I do something called the lightning round. I want to make sure and get this in because there, you know, this kind of goes along with the people you know, stories you don't. Uh, so I'm going to ask you both: um, What is the best book you ever read? Um, well, is it a scratch and sniff book or is <laughs> it, it a legitimate <laughs> legitimate book, fiction or nonfiction? I got to think about that one. All right. What about you, Mark? Um, it comes to mind best book Seven Pillars of Wisdom Lawrence of Arabia probably mm, very good okay the most influential person in your life you know I would I think I'm going to have to say my wife on that one awesome well, great answer Andy, good by answer the way. Great. me too honey by the way <laughs> me too my dad your dad the thing you are most proud of not including your kids because that's what everyone yeah. says I think what we've done together I mean um, I never thought that this would happen um, we're going super strong this is like amazing your company mm-hmm. all right how about you mark i'm actually proud that we didn't get into it all but i've been beat down and got up and i'm very proud of that and and i'm very proud that my dad and my mom are proud of me and my aunt are proud of me for the same thing and i know andy feels the same way about his life and number one thing on your bucket list yet to do climb kilimanjaro sail around the world I think I'm going to have to jump out of a plane at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought you were going to say yeah. win the Little League World Series. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's, that's going to, yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, the next thing on my bucket list yes. is to do what Andy's wife just did, and that's go hike Machu Picchu. Oh, nice. right. That's did what? Cambodia and Angkor Wat a year ago, and that was over the top. But, you know, I'm like, Robin's busting it out there, so I got to keep up with his wife. (laughs) Great stuff, guys. Again, Andy Myhouse and Mark Regal Buto, thank you all so much for uh, sharing your story. Congratulations on your success. And uh, certainly, we look forward to maybe having you back somewhere down the road, hearing more about how the business has taken off and where it's going. Continue your great work here in Charleston. And make thanks for having us. Appreciate that. You're welcome. And make sure and follow us and and all of Andy and Mark's stories on Beyond the Business and Facebook or on Twitter, BTBCHS. And until uh, next Saturday, tune in again at uh, 9 a.m. for more stories of entrepreneurship and leadership from here in the Lowcountry, here on 94.3 WSC. And until then, Lowcountry, have a blessed week. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Business on News Radio 94.3 WSC. Tune in next Saturday morning at 9 o'clock for Beyond the Business, hosted by Eric Cox and Leslie Haywood, and heard exclusively on News Radio 94.3 WSC.